Thanks for listening to the Adam Carolla Show on Podcast One. RockAuto.com. Why spend 30 to 50%, even 100% more for the same parts that a chain store or dealership might have? Why spend so much there? Why not go to RockAuto.com? It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Everything from engine control modules to brakes to motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic car or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few clicks delivered direct to your door. Go to rockauto.com. See all the parts available for your car or your truck. Write Corolla in the How Did You Hear About Us? So that is Corolla, C-A-R-O-L-L-A, in the How Did You Hear About Us box. So they know we sent you an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Saving starts with Xfinity. Get a great price on Xfinity Internet. Plus, ask how to get an eligible 5G phone on us. And for a limited time, $300 back when you add Xfinity Mobile. Go to Xfinity.com slash start saving. Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. This show is brought to you in part by Simply Safe. If you have 30 minutes, you never have to worry about a break-in ever again. That's how quick and easy it is to set up your security system from Simply Safe. Just go to simplysafe.com slash Adam and choose all the sensors you need and get your custom system set up fast at Simply Safe. And you get a free security camera at simplysafe.com slash Adam. All right, well, we'll get into painstaking detail of uh, Gina's bachelorette party. I have a lot of thoughts on bachelorette parties and bachelor parties. We'll do a little sad bachelorette uh, club DJ as well coming your way. And uh, spent the weekend with Mike August's parents. Tell you about that. First, I'll tell you about Geico. Do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, and then there's your automotive policy. How about you get your bundle working with Geico? Take your homeowner's or your renter's policy and bundle it up with your automotive policy. It's a good thing, too, because you have so much to do around the house already. Just go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see just how much you could save and how easy it is to get your bundle working at Geico. That is Geico.com. One third of all murder cases in America remain open. He had told me that if I opened my eyes, he would slit my throat. Each one is called a cold case. The DNA evidence taken from the victim was a match. The linen rapist was at it again. Based on the hit A&E television program. A phone call is placed. One that changes a family's life forever. Cold Case Files, the podcast. You could see the fire in his eyes. He screamed at me. You want it? Get your tape recorder out. Get new episodes of Cold Case Files every Tuesday on Podcast One, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. From Corolla One Studios in Glendale, California, this is the Adam Corolla Show. Adam's guest today, New York Times best-selling author, Brad Thor, with Gina Grad on news and Bald Brian on sound effects. And now... Proud woman celebrating his body, Adam Carolla. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but going to mandate. Get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. Just saw the uh, numbers and they went up. So uh, thanks for sharing the show. We appreciate that. Right, Gina Grad? That's right. Handball, Brian. Shit, yeah. 
Yeah! Uh, Dawson's running a little late today because he may have just woken up. That's awesome. But, uh, awesome, Dawson. Gary's on the call. Did he... I, he was clearly not aware that the show was three minutes from starting. I don't know if he woke up. He answered the phone like, hey, what's up, dude? And I said, oh. Adam's in his seat waiting to go. And he went, oh, fuck. And then he just basically hung, start without me. And then he hung up. Oh, okay. oh I'm having I'm having Royal Caribbean cruise flashbacks. It is the yes. early afternoon. <laughs> it is the early afternoon, to be fair to Dawson. And he's a good 12 minutes from here. Yeah. Oh, that's so. right. That's pretty close. Yeah. I don't know. I think he probably needs to uh, – he'd have to hit the road moments before one. Yeah. All right. So uh, Gina Grad. Yes. Uh, bachelorette party. Oh, boy. That's where you were last I, weekend, I right? was. And I was – I was – I, yes, I was given the all clear, I think, a little early before this became uh, a full uh, group show this weekend. So thank you very much for bearing with me. It was it was amazing. Um, do, are, do you guys have you ever heard of the Palma Valley? Palma? P-A-U-M-A? No, no. It's near San Diego. We stayed in a house that and we have some pictures. John DeLorean's former compound. Oh, really? Yes. All right. Yeah. Uh, the creator of the DeLorean. There's another yes, picture of the front the of the house. the slowest, heaviest, crappiest, <laughs> coolest car. Well, they went back in time, goddammit. This, yeah. this house was phenomenal. It's five bedrooms. It was just kind of this big, sprawling sort of compound on this, on this beautiful land. And Where this, in the world is this? Okay. This is a place called Palma Valley that I've never heard of. Near Julian, like you're gonna have to go even. This is like zooming out of the Google Map, like like, San Diego (laughs) County shit. And this, everything you're seeing, farther down. Oh wow! Everything you're seeing, this is an entire like gated city. Like this mm-hmm. Shangri-La crazy city that's all like one way in, one way out. I don't know how they do wildfires. But it is this beautiful – like you you go in through the gate. You have to give them your name. There's a like giant golf courses. It looks like heaven. Um, so there were 11 uh, – 10 like of us. It's a big Spanish compound slash vineyard right. even if it's yeah. not a yes. vineyard. And but that's what it looks like. And it's kind of vineyard country, although Brian would disagree. Do – Bum wine country. And what do you do? You just rent the place out for the weekend? We did. Yeah. We Airbnb beat it. And it's this beautiful pool. And the girls just filled the pool with rafts and, and a life-size, like an actual-size floating golf cart. Mm-hmm. Just because who doesn't want one? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and just all these, you know, I had two rules. And it's funny what... Let me Gary, say it's yeah. about the pool. I, I think China and Amazon has made us all into ugly Americans. Because um, when I was a kid... Mm. Your pool offerings were very limited. There it was a was, cement hole. There was a ziffy board. No, the stuff you could play oh, with yeah. in the pool. Yeah. They yeah. had this weird blue skim board right. called a ziffy board, which would somehow fill up with water oh. every every 40 minutes. You had to hold you it up and kind of squeeze it out. It. I'm not, yep. not sure why it had the squeeze nose in the front, but anyway, <laughs> you had the ziffy board. You had this weird foam orb that you could strap on yes. like a seatbelt. Like yeah. And it essentially wouldn't stop a three-year-old from drowning, but it'd be easier for the paramedic to gaff on. Mm, yeah. Like you could hook them and right. pull them to the side. Evil. You and could dredge them easier. And that was even a new invention because it was just the arm floaties that always deflated on the child. They had the water wings. Yeah. They had that weird styrofoam orb and they had the ziffy board. Those were the, yeah. those those were the, the only items permitted in the pool. 
Uh, now they have the huge slice oh, of pizza. Uh, we and had an avocado and an Swans, avocado flamingos. We had an avocado with a detachable uh, pit. And I think I think Flamingo. we're just doing this to annoy the terrorists. I think at this so point, because a picture of you floating in a bottle of floating in a giant pool of water. Yeah. That's clean, sustainable, and drinkable, salt. but we choose yeah. to pee in it. It's sea salt. And yeah. then now you're floating on a giant piece of food they'll yeah. never see, That's, the pizza. You're absolutely Mocking right. them with every This, swim. Was, this was after we had cleared out the floats, because there was no real estate to float with all the shit they threw in there. And I have a better picture of the golf cart. It has a full, like, surrey with the fringe on top for the fair girls that, yeah, mm-hmm. can't uh, be in the sun too long. That's so, offensive. <laughs> it, it's vulgar. Yeah. It's ugly. It's an ugly American well, thing. Well, she's it not is, ugly. It is, a, it is a beautiful blonde that's yeah. floating in a golf cart, yes. an inflatable golf cart. Correct. The symbol of luxury on land now must float. Correct. Yes, Thank that's you. right. Thank you. That's true. So it's very funny that Brian and Gary are like, oh, like strippers, penis draws, because the one- I was projecting. The one rule I had was- no strippers, no penis draws, specifically. Stripper, two rules, thank you. Strippers make me sad. I know we're supposed to be having a good time, but then five minutes into a guy stripping for women, everyone's pretending they're having a good time, and then you can't. One time we had to tell, literally one of my friends went out and was like, scat, get out of here, scat, scoot. Did she have a broom? She might as well. She's a very Minnesotan. Like, Go, she scat. shooed a male stripper yes, like that they was just called- leave. Like when his dance, when it was time, like he got paid and he just wanted to hang, like because there was a bunch of like pretty girls there. Well, I, you know, from what I've uh, gathered yeah. from the internet, the, the, you guys send a mixed message. We're, we're not; these guys aren't sure if they they're just so a gun for hire or they're getting a blowjob. Like, they don't know what the rules are. I get it. The, so there's a like- there's a okay. So with. Female strippers yeah. showing up to a bachelor party. There's a set of rules, right? No touching, and but the rule the rules are presided over by the female strippers. Okay. So if in fact they would like to go to the master bedroom <laughs> with the bachelor yeah. or whatever, they may. Got but it. But that's a, that's their that's they on are, their call. Yeah. They are the sheriff, right? They they are in charge of those rules, right? It's kind of interesting that when a male comes to perform at a female bachelorette party, the customer are now making the rules. That's right. Again, it's the females who make the rules. Even when the females are the paying customers, they could decide whether the guy hangs and parties with them or if they go off to a room or how much touching goes on. Because dudes, especially male strippers, are... They're a pretty lawless group. You know what I mean? They have a lot of scruples and Mm-mm. morals. Mm-mm. So I think as a as a when it when the woman shows up to the bachelor party, then the guys are kind of kick the tires. Right. Like, you wanna See hang what she's out. About. You yeah. wanna you wanna hard you like seltzer. To party. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. But right. when the male shows up, I don't think he knows when to leave or what the what the deal is. When she like starts feel- yelling scat on the porch. With the broom. Yes. Okay. And so it just, I just, it's not my thing. It's not, I, I, I got all that at home now. I don't, I don't, it's not into it. So I said, please, no penis. I don't want that basic bitch shit. No, no offense if anyone else is into it. It's not my thing. So didn't do that and, you know, just kept it a uh, eh, classy well, adjacent. If you find male strippers sad, Jim, we got you covered. Oh, wait. I know where this is going. New, new computer. 
Okay. All right, well, we'll you'll, figure it you'll out. tell us when it's time. So mm-hmm. uh, you can scroll through. I'm not, you know, whatever we got. So, yeah, look at the pictures. Having a great time. That's the view from my room. They made a Troop Beverly Hills, but it was Troop Gina Grad. Very mm-hmm. cute. All over the place. And even bought. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for. Hey, buddy. Uh, welcome to the Hacienda that uh, John DeLorean used to own. <laughs> I lost it. Obviously, he's had a pretty. Well, look. He's loved, but he's lost, you know. He, uh, I just saw a doc on uh, John DeLorean. You know, he worked for Pontiac back uh, back in Detroit, back in the day. As some of them say he's the father of the uh, GTO. That's uh, Gran Turismo there. But anyway, went off to Ireland, decided to make his own custom car company, hooked up with uh, Christina Ferrari. We had a Ferrari and a DeLorean parked in the same master suite. Woo! Jake, uh... Jake Ottoman Five, Ottoman Five, Jake. Now where was I? You got your uh, dick sock, tube sock. Anyway, John DeLorean went on to get money from the uh, Irish government to go ahead and uh, make, you know open a factory and sell those cars. And then uh, uh, Steve Wet Bar. See, we need Steve at the Wet Bar, please. Or we know. Okay, at the island then. Whatever, whatever's in the kitchen there. Whatever they got to stall. So he gets money from the uh, Irish uh, government. He then opens up this thing. He immediately starts losing money, so he has to do a cocaine deal. Selling cocaine to raise money to keep his factory alive. Ends up getting busted because it's a setup by the feds. Don't get me started on narcs. I hope we don't have any narc bitches in this room. So I got to tell you, man, I can smell you. I'll tell you, and I can smell you. I smell those narcs, even she narcs. Dave, let's have you in the entry hall, please. And, uh, yeah, stay away from the uh, the wooden bowl with the keys in it. Those aren't yours. Just get the dick sock and, uh, I don't know. Let's go counterclockwise this time. Anyway, DeLorean gets set up like a bowling pin by the feds. They filmed the whole thing. I call it entrapment. I've had my I've had my run-ins with narcs. And they're lady narcs out there, too. And all, and all just fella narcs. Anyway, this guy gets uh, cuffed and uh, gets perp-walked right down there. And uh, next thing you know, he's rotting away in jail. But I'll tell you who really suffered. Wasn't the narcs, wasn't the feds, wasn't the uh, Colombian drug lords who sold him to Bolivian shale. I think it was Seven Keys. But it's the hardworking men and women who worked at that factory, who built those DeLoreans. They were the ones who were out of work because of the goddamn narcs. DJ knew an awful lot about cars. <laughs> Yeah. John DeLorean specifically. Yeah. yeah. Jake, couch four, couch four. Jake, couch four. Love seat three. Yeah. All right. So didn't have that because I was afraid that was going to happen. But a girlfriend of mine did purchase a movie projector and an outdoor movie screen to watch basic bitch movies, which mm. I'm down with. Dirty dancing, pretty woman. Everybody's smoking. Everybody's drinking. Everybody's eating the edibles. Everybody's having a good time. And because the... The weekend wouldn't really be complete without a stripper. Mm-hmm. My oh own fiance did FaceTime in in a uh, in dolphin shorts, a hothouse cucumber, had props, whipped cream all over himself. He really he did give the ladies what they wanted. Mm. <laughs> he, um, he he reminded everyone why I stick with him, and that was really funny. Mm. Um, other than that, Wait, what's the reason? <laughs> so <how> dare you. <laughs> So the, there was one. Mm-hmm. There was one surprise. Isn't there yeah. one like? There's usually one 
chick. Yeah. Like, like, okay, I'll put to you this way. The dude bachelor, bachelor, bachelor party. Yeah. You know, people are getting the booze and the, and the, and the vodka and then they're getting the beers and everything. But there's always one dude who wants some Coke. Mm, you know what I mean? Sure. He's trying to kind of make it everyone's right. idea. Yep, like, yep, hey, yep. why don't we get this party going? It's been <laughs> 15 minutes since I've done a rail. There's like, always hey, one who wants to escalate. Yeah, Rob, come with me. Let's go into town. Let's mm-hmm. just see. Let's just check out some of the local yep. color down yep. here. Let's I met a guy got. earlier. Right, right. Like, there's yeah. the one person that wants to do the Coke. Everyone else is fine with the beers and the wine. But there's that one dude. It's got to be the one chick who wants some dick. You are in that group, right? Uh, Coke and dick. You are correct. And guess what? Is it the leather, the leather jacket chick? No, it's got to be her. No, I got her pegged. Nope. She couldn't make it that weekend. Oh. So she does exist. She's oh, not the, in that the picture. Coke and dick the Coke chick. and dick girl is not in the picture and did not come. At home, icing her coos down. <laughs> exactly right. She couldn't leave oh, the yeah. 100 mile radius. Exactly. Ankle <laughs> so I, I'm also not super into. PO's not cool. <laughs> It's like, do you know her? Did I bring her up before? It's, uh, I'm not into surprises generally, but um, they did get me one time. Uh, we're floating in the pool. All is good. People are smoking, drinking, having a good time. This old woman wanders onto the property. And I was like, anybody want to take care of this? And no one's moving and no one's looking at me. Like, I don't know what's going on. And I hear her say the magic words, hi, everybody. I'm the alpaca lady. Mm-hmm. And I started crying. I was so excited. I got to get up like the birthday girl and go get the alpacas. And we have a couple pictures. I was walking them around, feeding them. So we had all these alpacas. We had chinchillas. We had all like farm animal fun, like ducks and, wow. and bunnies. They brought the petting zoo to you? They brought me a petting zoo, but specifically it was the alpacas because I love wow. alpacas. So they brought alpacas. We all hung out. We fed them. The rescues, by the way. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we're hanging out, having a great time, and then she leaves me to go back to smoking and drinking. Then the male stripper showed up who was named Al Pack a oh. Fudge. Alpaca. Line it up. <laughs> I mean, talk about basic bitches. The alpacas were named Allie and Packa. Yeah. That's so was, I've, I've been to enough dude bachelor parties in, like, Vegas where there's, like, there's the, well, first off, there's always the dude who really shouldn't be there, mm-hmm. and yes. the guy because he's not that close to the bride or the best or sort of the groom or the best man or anything. He's some friend of one of the other right. dudes. Most commonly, like a uh, brother or or cousin of the bride or or work friend. That dude gets the drunkest yep. and is the most yep. out of line with yeah. the stripper, yeah. and it's like that dude needs to keep a low profile. He really shouldn't be, be here. here, but that is the guy who gets the most loaded and gets the most handsies this, with the stripper. Okay, you are 100% right. It is exactly the same with chicks. We've had this at two other Bachelorette weekends. Because I learn from other people's mistakes, we called this list down. This is the inner circle. These are all my friends. There's no one step away friend. Those girls from other shit did, were not invited. What? This was just local girls. Was yeah. there a discussion, a consideration to bring a guy on the trip, perhaps a gay or just a guy? No, and it's funny you should ask, <laughs> because my my friend uh, asked me, like, well, what about so-and-so? You guys are, you know what? At this age, they don't want us 
at their parties. Like, I don't go to white party Fuck, in Palm yeah. Spring anymore. I mean, in Palm Spring. Like, they don't yeah. want to. No, they, you're right. So it's like, this is us growing up. Like, they don't want to be invited to bachelor weekend and they mm. don't want me going to white party. So it's a little more segregated than it was, like, Good. in our 20s. Good for you. But it was very, it was very chill. It was very relaxing. It was very fun, very beautiful. And uh, I just it really appreciated it. Awesome. I went to a, yeah. I went to a bachelor party in Puerto Vallarta. Oh, and the international the, the, bachelor party. The, the, yeah. yeah, you have to have made it, yeah. or you're asking your your buddies for a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a rich man, poor man, yeah. or you just live there, yeah, exactly. right? But from there, it is rich man, poor man bachelor party in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, right. Mexico, like because I'm sure there's plenty of them for that the good folks that live in Mexico, of course. So. Um, they bought. They brought this one guy who was a bookworm and studious and a bore and a square. And for some reason, one of the guys like, oh my! And it was someone's brother-in-law, and he was the squarest, blue bloodiest, whatever. He sat there and read the entire time. Oh, good! What an offense. <laughs> We were, you know, hitting the clubs and having a good time and seeing how many chicks we could get in a hot tub. He's like, keep it down, please. And then at some point, we just got up and he was gone. Nice. Oh. He just left. That's he, great. He That's a got, nice Irish I, goodbye. First off, why? what do you think goes on in a Mexican bachelor party? And then also, once he got up and left, then the dude who invited him, because it was his brother-in-law, yeah. was like, holy shit, he's taken all of this information that oh, he's been offended God. by, and he's taken it back to, the to New York, yeah. and uh, then it ruined it for, for that guy. It was, you really got to pare it down. Yeah. Feel free to say no. If you're yeah. that guy who's invited, if, you, if, you, if you're enough to self-evaluate, and you've been invited, you don't know the guy that well, or he's a rel- he's like yeah. an in-law, feel you free to, to say, you know what, sounds awesome, I got something else going on. Or Yes. Yeah, I'm just happy that I have taken all the lessons I've learned, all the things I've seen for the wedding itself, and the bachelorette, but like no bridal party, none, all the things I've seen that I'm like, I don't like that, I don't like that, I don't like that, Good. I don't like that, and they don't exist in my world. So we had a great time. We the reverse had, buffet. They're exactly right. We had a Vegas one a million years ago, and like the stripper knocked on the door, and she was not as advertised. Oh, bait and at switch, all. master bait and switch. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird. Like then, like what do you do? We've what's, been there with the dude. protocol. Oh, how do you how do you get her out of there? Like, and then of course, dudes are just like, oh fuck it, and we just invited her that in. Was nice of you. She was. Uh, what she lacked in in aesthetic beauty, mm. she uh, she made up for with her attitude, and willingness, her willingness. Like she was naked and squatting on people, and good for her, dumping beer down her oh, yeah. face and yeah. giving guys the right. uh, the, ag- the, the golden uh, waterfall, yeah. That's right. the and, uh, <laughs> just poor guys. Like I don't really want to. It, it was like it was like it was like a mechanic. Getting in a creeper and sliding under the worst jalopy ever made. Like he's like, I don't want to get I don't want to get under that transmission. Yeah. <laughs> like, go. Go. This like, fix. And she got on him and she's like, This is the uh, golden waterfall. And she was no! like, dumping beer all down to her lowest yeah, point, which sure. would then drip on right. his and face. And mingle with whatever she's got going on. Oh, <laughs> and everybody's sitting there and I just yelled, Give him the mudslide. <laughs> and the whole place just went nuts. Like I, I've never heard guys were stoned and drunk, but it erupted the laughter was moment. so in 
saying. That's great. Yeah. I well, I, I've to- sorry, I've told you no, before, uh, another bachelorette party, we ordered a guy, not as advertised as well, in really oversized, um, saggy, like, gap boxer briefs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, th- you can't. I mean, I know beggars can't be choosers in San Luis Obispo, which sounds like a country song. But mm-hmm. that's the thing. It's like, what do you do with these guys? They don't even come prepared. They don't yeah. have the banana hammock. <laughs> it was a, yeah. it, it was a farce. Yeah. We were offended. I say a charade. Yes. Thank you. Uh, Hi, Gary. All right. So that Wait, is. Oh, I got to tell this story. Oh, please. I haven't told in probably. I think I told it once on here. Who knows? Five, six, seven years ago. Speaking of ordering at a bachelor party and um, the um, product not showing up mm. as advertised. I'm still upset about this. You seem like it. I was on a bachelor party in Las Vegas when I was in my early 20s for three friends who were getting married within a month of each other. And they're all good friends oh, from good. college. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, let's just have one big bachelor party. It was like 25 guys, you know, their friends, their friends, and whatever, our <laughs> friends from college. It was great. It was a lot of fun. We're all looking forward to it. One of the friends, he, he's a good guy. He has he had idiot friends. He had idiot friends from um, let's just say Ohio because it was Ohio. He had mm-hmm. idiot friends from Ohio, and they found each other hilarious, hilarious. <laughs> and, uh, and and when they got together at the bachelor party, th- their hijinks from God knows how many years ensued. And they're like, "Hey, I got a great idea. We're gonna, all going to go up to the room. We had one suite and a bunch of mm. regular rooms, right? We're all going to go up to the suite. We hired a clown." Mm. You, you like a what? stripper clown? No, a like a fucking hot, like old, Harley Quinn. No, a fucking old decrepit clown. Mm-hmm. And they're and they're like, isn't that hilarious? And I'm like, no, that's not hilarious <laughs> at all. And they're like, it's going to be great. Yeah, and so we for? got up to the suite, blindfolded the one of the bachelors, their idiot friend, and here comes the fucking clown, this fifty five year old dude looking decrepit and dirty. And uh, they undid the blindfold. It's like, ah oh, ha ha, clown! Now there's a fucking clown in our room <laughs> drinking our beer for the next thirty minutes. And I was like, what? Well, you idiots! And they're like, oh, it's going to be twenty dollars a piece. Like, well, no, I'm twenty two years old. I'm not twenty dollars. You're spending no fucking clown. Yeah, yeah. You know what people don't a clown. I I. I... <laughs> Listen, I went to the Queen Mary and looked at trannies, as we would call them back then. You know what people don't get? And I've noticed this a lot with, like, life. It's like, let's, okay, let's just say the reveal is side-splittingly funny. Mm-hmm. What happens 12 seconds that, after exactly. the reveal? You have to sort of plan on what happens after yes. that. The and lesson I'm going to impart to Tessa is the clown hangs out. In life, the right. clown hangs out. Yes. That's, you got something to scat. When I was at the Queen Mary looking at the he-she's, it was like, oh, this was super funny when everyone thought they were going to a, a strip club right. and ended up at the Queen Mary. That's right. But 10 seconds after now, our asses hit the fucking bar stool, we're like, now can we get the fuck out of here? Yes. And that's exactly how I feel about the stripper, the male stripper in general. Oh, okay, we're all having a good time. And then you start pretending like you're having a good time. Mm-hmm. It, it all, it's all the same thing. Right. The alpacas, on the other hand. Yeah. Oh, my $20 back. It's a twist. (laughs) On the other hand, I went to a a friend of mine. You know, so when I was in high school, I had my friends, my do anything, you know, my my Ray and Chris and all those Mm. guys. And we went to this other guy's bachelor party. The the, uh, stripper handcuffed him to like a, you know, dining room chair. Do that. And then gave everyone a flashlight. And the, the, the deal was... We, they sweated him? They shut all the lights. They give the audience the flashlight. Then they 
then they handcuffed the guy with his hands behind him yeah. on the dinette chair. And then, like, she goes to, I don't know what the hell she did with him, but now this guy's handcuffed and Ray smacks his dick with a flashlight. <laughs> I mean, Ray goes and sure. conks his dick with a, this is with very, a flashlight. This is a very promising young woman, Brian. So this is, like, I'm down. one yeah. half of my friends from high school and then the other half were the jewish guys who went to cal and ucla and you know became lawyers and dentists and stuff and i went to their bachelor party uh we went to like a topless joint we sat there for like 45 minutes we ended up back in this guy's hotel room we sat there and drank like uh room temperature strows and at about at about 10 15 like everyone just looked at their watch and went like well sports it's time to turn in and everyone just went home like it was the least bachelor I think there's a sweet spot between getting your dick hit with a flashlight and <laughs> sitting in a hotel room and calling it a night at nine thirty. Like, yeah, more more Find effort. That sweet spot. Yeah, more effort yeah, needs to be put in. Absolutely. Yeah, but you do. You know, we always we always talk about you know mentors and tutelage and reading up on and learning. You learn much more from all the stuff you don't want to happen again. Yes, all oh, your yes. bad experiences, at other people's yes. bachelor and bachelorette parties, Once and let's, toy shy. let's not do oh, that. Yes, hundred percent. Speaking of sad strippers, and Adam, I told you the story of Anderson's bachelor party, which I went to. The stripper they hired came to the hotel room. She got ninety nine point eight percent naked. No. The one thing she was wearing was an ankle bracelet. Oh, like okay. a monitor? Bracelet, yeah, I'm like relieved. a monitor. I'm relieved. That's awesome. I thought you were going to say tampon. No! That's all relieved. Ankle I'm bracelet. So relieved. <laughs> but now I still have to think about the Don't tampon. Don't get beer on it. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Let me hit us. Oh, what do we got here? Let's talk about Simply Safe. Yeah, there you go. Remember. Remember the safe, secure feeling as a kid? you'd have getting tucked into bed. I don't, but uh, maybe you do. <laughs> Feeling of security only comes through a human connection. That's why the people at Simply Safe Home Security are so important. Simply Safe has an award-winning system with all the tech you'd expect, but the people, it's the people at Simply Safe that take it to the next level. Whether it's a fire, a burglary, a medical emergency, burst pipe, a problem, you can talk to someone at Simply Safe. Even if you just need someone to help you get it set up, Simply Safe has a person with the expertise you need 24 7. It is Simply Safe, right, Dawson? To find out how Simply Safe can help make you feel safe and secure at home, visit simplysafe.com slash Adam today to customize your system and get a free security camera. That's simplysafe.com slash Adam today. All right, let's see. We have uh, much to talk about uh, of the trials and travels and tribulations and uh, Mike's parents chilling with really? with us the whole what? time. Really? Oh, Mike's parents picked <laughs> us up at the airport, stayed in the same hotel we we're at. Coach to, Tamarillo? Yep, went to went, went to the shows, uh, oh took us God. out for barbecue. I mean, they, they, they're the cutest couple in the world. And... Uh, We'll tell you all about that right after this. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting. You want to save some money? How about your bundle? 
bundle your policies at Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, see just how much you could save at Geico. That is Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. It's time to check Adam's voicemail. Hey, what's up, Adam? Um, do any of your ex-girlfriends know who or what you became? You reference them all the time on your shows, your stories and whatnot, but do any of them know that you became successful and what you've done and whatnot, and or have they ever tried to reach out to you? Thanks, bro. You can leave us a message at 888-634-1744. Doesn't seem like it. You're pretty Googleable, searchable, findable. They, they, they do. They're playing it pretty close to yeah, the vest. They're playing it coy. Uh, yeah, I've not, uh, not had a lot of folks reach out. When, uh, when we were doing the man show a million years ago, we were always talking about this bit of reaching out to the old girls they used to date and kind of having them go well now aren't you sorry you didn't date him for you know go on a second date with him the guy's on a tv show but um none of them really shared our sense of humor about that Uh, there's a few uh you know man show fails i uh, i remember trying to get lorena bobbitt Mm. on once Mm -hmm. she wouldn't come on you know just for fun not couldn't, interested. Couldn't get everyone all human interest guest okay. all the time. Did uh, go out with the uh, speaking of the man show with Jimmy and Danny Two Sheets uh, last night, and uh, cousin Sal as well. We all uh, hung out. That came over. We uh, went out to a place in Venice. I was thinking about Brian for this place. Yeah. It's called Felix. Oh, I love Felix. <laughs> Sorry, awesome. I love Felix. Yeah. The pasta, I haven't been there, I haven't been there in many years because of uh, keto, but they make amazing pasta. Oh. Really, the, I mean, the really, big really. tube rigatoni. But the, but oh, people boy. sleep on the bigger tube pasta. They make their own in-house out of the flour and yes. salt and mm. water. It's, it's spectacular. One of the they r- make great pizza. They, they make their own bread. They do everything great. One of the rare situations where Jimmy just said to the chef, who, of course, knows Jimmy, just said, eh, just, just keep bringing stuff you think oh we'll God. like. Oh, yeah. We'll oh say God. when. And uh, they did, and it was goddamn awesome. No, the pasta's great. It's, it's legit fantastic. I think, God, I think the guy who who runs the place is is an American who studied um, um, pasta making in Italy. Like, mm-hmm. he had a restaurant in Culver City, and that went away, and then he opened mm. this one, and he makes his own pasta, and he's a master. He's spectacular. So what was your favorite thing? Uh, Brian's right. They, they did a big tube. I, it's, I don't know what to call it. It's like rigatoni, but like a big boar rigatoni. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always seems to be pasta or, I mean, spaghetti or bow tie something, mm-hmm. but the big boar oh, yeah. rigatoni like is great uh, with some, um, I think it had like a beef cheek or something yes. in it. It was so yeah. goddamn savory yeah. and so goddamn good. And then at the end brought out a big T-bone steak. <laughs> for the end Chris, <laughs> cut everything up but set the t-bone up like that uh like that jesus in rio de janeiro wow. just presiding oh, over the meat yeah, yeah. so good and funky i think is the guy who runs felix the chef anyway it was uh great. it was uh fantastic I'm so glad you went that's a long haul for your house but that's a great place oh yeah it was it was great it was great uh hanging with the with the boys 
Uh, so we got all that uh, in last night, which was uh, totally fun. Also, uh, so I told you guys that uh, Mike had his parents <laughs> doing all the work. They they picked us up wow. from the airport. They took us back to the hotel. They took us to the venue and back. Uh, they took us to the barbecue place. Wow. Uh, they're the cutest I, you know, I don't know that we're going to have these couples in the future, like nice, cute, sort of regular. Mm-hmm. It, it's almost like a a vestige of America, kind of the way it used yeah. to be. Like, yeah. like people were friendly. They have pet names for each other. They're, you know, they're like they work hard, but they're a little bit corny. You know what I mean? Right. And you not know, sarcastic. It's not ironic. They're genuine. Right. Like ironic. A, a, a genuine yeah. kind of nice couple. Mm-hmm. Like I can't see that. I mean, because everyone's just sort of staring at their phone mm-hmm. now. And um, I'll tell you, we'll tell you some stories about them. But um, and on the way back, uh, met us in the lobby at 530 in the morning. Oh, they are Timarillos. Yeah, they're uh, there. No yawning. Just wow. uh, just ready, ready to roll. I remember we were at the airport and we we're talking about how awesome Mike's parents were. And then Adam just looks at Mike in disgust and just goes, you should be better. <laughs> <laughs> well, he should. I mean, considering his parents. Yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, Eric Kramer's going to be on the show tomorrow. My long lost awesome. Pop Warner football buddy who you've heard us uh, talk about in the past. Uh, updates on uh, Captain Steubing's jacket. Oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. Updates. updates. The update is, Adam, that it's yours. Uh, a fan, Florence, she was your ball puller in San Francisco. Love her. Yeah, she mm-hmm. bought it, and she is giving it to you. Oh, really? Yeah. my God. Do what you want with it. Wow. We should have some sort of a like a Boy Scout presentation ceremony. That, you know, getting back to, uh, you know, nostalgia and what we we're talking about and, like, Parting and stuff like that. I had a friend. You guys tell me if you've had this friend, but I'm going to bring this back to uh, Captain Steubing's jacket. I had a friend that somehow found, you know, back when you couldn't go to Amazon and order anything or do anything, he had a full Budweiser outfit. He had the slacks. He had the Budweiser blazer. Had like the Budweiser belt. Okay. And whenever we partied, he'd show up in his Budweiser. And it brought Love us a it. lot of joy to know that Dave was ready to go yeah. with his Budweiser Fuck outfit. Yeah. I feel the same way about Captain Steubing's jacket. That can be the I'm here to party jacket. Right. right. You know what I mean? What? We do have a cruise coming up. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> People are going to confuse you for the real captain. We got the Corolla barbecue uh, coming true. up. Oh, I mean, smart. I, cru- I, you'll be the cruise director. I right. think this is great. I think the Steubing jacket must be done. I think that would be amazing. That'd be pretty awesome. Fringe and all. Did she? Did we find out what the the winning bid was, Chris? It was five hundred bucks to get started. Get I don't know. I don't know how it how it ended. And if it's if it's in fact the hero jacket, uh, that thing should have gone for uh, quite a pretty penny in my world. But we shall uh, we shall see. Yeah, I'm just, it's, the website just says it's sold. There's no there's no price for how much it's sold for. Um, Chris got yelled at on the airplane on oh, the yeah. uh, on the flight home. What was that story, Chris? Well, remember a few weeks ago when Brian was talking about he flew and when they were trying to offer drinks, they had like that. Oh yeah. That big uh, laminated sheet that says mm. one, two, three, four, and you just give a number, whatever you want. And you, I mean, only four choices. Well, we flew Delta, and they had all the regular choices. So they actually would just ask you what you want, and now you have options. Like coffee is now an option. 
And I, I was sitting. Wow. I Don't was get sitting, coffee on a plane. Yeah, I know. We are we are back. Uh, we are back at least that yeah. far. So I'm sitting on the window seat, and uh, and they they push the cart over, and she goes, "What can I get you to drink?" And I just wanted a water, so I said, "Oh, I'll, I'll have a water." And then um, uh, our masks were on. The plane's loud, so she's like, "Oh, I can't hear you. What do you want?" And I said, "Water." <laughs> and she she's and then she's shaking her head like she doesn't understand me, pointing at her ear. And then that must uh, be the most commonly ordered thing on yeah. the plane. Yeah. And yes. I said, water. And then she takes a Coke and she raises it. And I shake my head, no. So then I, I pull my mask down to mouth the word water. I'm like, water. And she goes, put your mask back up. Oh, <laughs> my like, like, God. She baited like, you, man. In, in a second, she yelled at me, put my mask back up. We haven't, uh, I didn't find the Delta crew nearly <laughs> as enthusiastic as when we're flying Alaskan. Or Alaska, 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 Alaska yeah. to Seattle. That was the most hyped up I've ever seen a crew as far as uh, the mask go to the point oh. where I thought Mike was going to be asked to leave the plane. <laughs> but the Delta seemed a little more laid back. Yeah. Uh, but not, about Chris. not so much for you. Huh? Yeah, she, she, she must not have liked me very much. What was the cocktail sitch? Because I'm taking an equally long flight the other direction in a couple mm. of weeks. And I'd, I'd, like to, uh, I'd like to enjoy myself. Oh, you're going uh, to Hawaii. Hawaii? That's right. Um, so here's the thing. Here's here's what I've figured out on the planes. Um, the the booze is a little catch as catch can. Not exactly sure. They had in first class. Oh, in coach, I think you could purchase something. It's it's it's. First off, it's always unclear whether they're charging for the booze right. drink yes. or not. Sometimes they just don't care. Right. Other times they're super. You know, they get out the thing. Sure. Um, I would recommend. I don't know. I mean, I know you're not going to get a martini on a plane or whatever, but bourbon or something. Get uh, get a couple of travelers of uh, whatever it is you like, whatever it is your uh, weapon of choice is. Uh, certainly on the table. I was wondering if they were serving. You know, Godfrey, I want a little sip of wine or no champagne. Way to know. You know, celebrate the occasion. Uh, hard to tell. Mm. Um, you didn't partake, or you had when, the travelers. I I had a. I will bring a couple of travelers with me. But um, Delta served would serve you a cocktail. Uh-huh. But again, somehow something happened to lemons and limes in first class. We, we don't sure. we don't do that. Like we don't have that. I actually some fan just sent me some powdered lime or whatever. It's, it's not that satisfying. Yeah. But if you're getting a vodka soda yeah, water, you dump, do. dump it in there. I again, I think it's just it's all just an excuse to. Not do a bunch of, of shit because I don't know what limes have to do with COVID in first class no. other than it's one more. They've kind of got it kind of reminds me like they've once you kind of start going down this path. Yeah. I mean, people will do that. People people kind of do it with their excuses. You know, you know, the people that do an excuse and the excuse it should be. A little more accurate, but it's it's just this huge sort of uh, it's it's like an RV cover that'll just cover everything. Mm-hmm. Like they'll go like, "Well, I had to go in and get my teeth cleaned this morning," so you know. And it's like, "All right, that's from nine to ten, <laughs> but now you can't come to work sure. at two yeah. or like they they'll take." They'll make rock soup out of their mm-hmm. excuse. Like, the, it's a mm-hmm. little bit of something, and it's not nothing, but then they just get it to... Yeah, but how does that actually affect the thing we're talking about? The whole COVID thing on the airline has just kind of been like, well, you know, because of COVID, yeah. 
what does that have to do with cut up lemons in, in first class? Well, it's like, well, because. Yeah. yeah in it's fact, just what we're doing. Lemons are antibacterial, so be I would, good. <laughs> I would argue that. But it, it's all the shit they didn't want to do. Right. Now they're not doing it anyway. And because of COVID, they sort of rode this train after 9-11 for a while. No one's going to go, what the fuck? Come yeah. on now. Nope. It's going to everyone's Safety. doing their part. Yes. Abundance now. of caution. Right. It's abundance of caution. They had two boxes they offered for lunch in first class. I just, I just denied uh, both boxes. Um, Real quick, yes. I'm going to have a little tease for the news. Um, you're not imagining things when flights are being delayed and canceled right and left, and I have the reason why. Thank oh. God. That's happened to me multiple times. Yep, it happened to my friend last night because they were missing a pilot. He just disappeared. And this is not uncommon, and, I, and I'll tell you why. All right. Well, Mike's whole thing was some, some nefarious thing to make more money for the airlines. But oh, we shall, we okay. shall see. We'll Did see. he bring his box cutter and not use it? <laughs> No, but, you know, Mike did drive with his parents in the car, and he drove slower than he's ever driven. Oh, in the my so God. Mom watching. It's still yes. the coach to wow. him. Mm-hmm. I told him I didn't spill any of my drink on me. <laughs> That's oh, not yeah. Mike ride. Take a lap. <laughs> yeah, we'll tell you. We'll get in a little more detail with that because we've got a little road trip story coming uh coming your way first i'll tell you about uh, geico do you own do you rent your home well you do one or the other and then there is your automotive policy get your bundle working with uh geico take your homeowners or your renters insurance and just uh bundle it up with your automotive policy and uh, speaking of that yeah a little road trip story because uh we were on the road we we covered quite some ground in uh north carolina mm-hmm. with uh with uh Mike's super chatty parents. Again, they were telling us every college we were passing. They were telling us all what industry was oh, was everywhere. Private tour. Um, they wouldn't. Um, his mom didn't want me to sit on the hot seat when we came back from barbecue, so she took like a, a doily and spread it out oh, on the she seat. She laid down the, the cape for you? She refused to let Adam sit. Like, yeah. She went full Walter Raleigh. Wow, for, in Raleigh. For, for oh. me, in Raleigh. That's what, right. Are they in, what, how old would you say they are? They're in their 80s. Wow. And, uh, and it, also that kind of thing where she's explaining they have another car and that car is almost 350,000 miles and they want to get it up to half a million miles. Yeah. And so Time so excited uh, to, to get it to a half million and all the stuff my mom would never, if you said to my mom, how many miles are on your car? She'd go, I don't, why should how I, should know? I know who, know, who knows? Ironically, Nobody, she might have half a million, but she had no idea. She'd get angry that you asked and then uh, want to know why you want it. And then at some point she would feel threatened by it right. and she would just put you off by going, nobody knows. Um, also, Mike's mom, um, Mike's mom, when we were leaving, she's like, I'm going to write a letter to that barbecue person and Uh-oh. I'm going to write, I'm going to send him a note telling him how much we enjoyed. She's Love also that. one of these people. Here's another bygone, whatever, s- writing letters to everyone like politicians. Mm-hmm. And I wrote a letter to the governor and I told him that I didn't I, like they're writing letters everywhere. They probably what? appreciate a Yelp review more, but that's OK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when, when she said she was going to send them a letter, Adam goes handwritten. And she was like, yeah, of course. Obviously. There, what, is there any letter. other way to do it? She's proud of her penmanship. Yeah, with her fountain pen. I'm she sure. said she took penmanship classes and she had to she had to show it off. 
And that was another thing I was thinking, like, who's going to know cursive and penmanship and all that? Who's ever going to write a handwritten letter? And I don't even know how to write a U. Guy. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, so they picked us up. They were uh, they were down in the lobby at 530 uh, waiting for us when we yeah. left. Where do they live? Asheville. Wow. And do they it was always they like just it just takes one person to drive a car. They were always together. Uh, she was calling him dad or something Daddy. like that. Daddy. <laughs> calling Mike Michael. Oh, my God. Uh, he was driving well, like, under the speed limit and not driving this crazy erratic fashion sure. that we Good. know him for. Yeah, he's famous his, for. Yeah, signature. his signature erratic fashions. Yeah. He was driving normally. Yeah, we always talk about, like, oh, the Brady Bunch, that... That family doesn't exist. Well, they do. They, I think they do, and it's oh. the August. She sat in the back, you know, and she was given directions. She with sat ways. in the back? She was, yeah, she was navigating from the back seat. Wow. wow. He was uh, coach. And, and it was funny, you know, old coach, you know, was like, well, we're going to go over there, um, eat some barbecue, get our game meal in, you know, like game that kind of. Sure, he's oh. always in the, that mode. Yes, that. That mode. Did, uh, did Mike seem different? Did he? Was he a different kind of Mike? He drove twenty-seven miles an hour right. slower. Yeah. On but the was highway, he, but. you know, a little yes sir, no sir? Was he like yeah, a, a nicer? Like, probably seemed about about the no, same. same. Maybe just a touch more mellow, but mm, touch mellow. more mellow. Okay. Um, we uh, at some point on the way to the airport at I don't know five forty-five on Sunday uh, was announced. Mike's uh, mom announced that it was their daughter's birthday. And as a tradition would have it, we'd have to call her. We? Yeah. And and, and sing happy birthday sure, to her. yeah. And, you know, we said, well, it's 545 in the morning and it's Sunday. So East she Coast. may not be standing by the phone. Yeah. And then uh, she said, oh, no, she keeps the phone in the kitchen. And... Uh, that's where she keps it, so we can yeah, call. But she may not be there. Leave all we <laughs> want. We can leave any message okay. we want. Yeah. yeah, this is tradition. Okay. We have to do it. Yeah. So, oh, we actually have the recording. Yeah, I got, <laughs> I got the voicemail get the, audio. Get the, get the voice. To it. All right, here it is. Okay, today's the day, the big B day. We have a, a choir here to sing you happy birthday. We're heading to the airport in Raleigh, North Carolina, with Michael. He's here with Adam, with Chris, with Daddy, and me. And here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Raylan. Happy birthday to you. And many more. Yeah. <laughs> God, I, I guess you can tell uh, oh, it's 5.58 Eastern Time. Anyway, have a wonderful day, darling. Hang it up. We love you. We miss you. And uh, hugs and kisses from Mimi and Pap-Pap for the boys. Mimi and Pap-Pap. Yes, have a great day. Wrap Hope you got my gift. Let Wrap me know. Oh. She sounds just like Elaine Stritch, by the way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. People wow. remember... It's the toast of Broadway, Elaine Stritch. <laughs> I love that you know who I'm talking She's about. She's all, uh, uh, um, yeah, Mike's mom is like all business, too. I love it. She's I just, appreciate that she paced up happy birthday, too. 
Mm-hmm. And I was, hoping she, I was hoping she'd say, Michael and his little friend Adam. <laughs> well, Michael and his little friend Adam got back to the hotel about 1 a.m. Yeah. after the shows <laughs> and had a couple of pops and sure. went to bed about 1.45 and then woke up at 4.45. Mm-hmm. So it was not on my list of things to do, <laughs> driving strongest to, to, happy the, to the airport. Yeah. But uh, God bless him. Yeah. Nothing better than that. And uh, like I said, that... Those people used to be all over the place in yeah. this country. Oh, yeah. You know, that's that's what what it was. Right. Now it's a bunch of Karens and yeah. a bunch of guys marching for, and everyone's angry at everyone else. But uh, enjoy it while you can. That was uh, that was it right now, that's and uh, I'll just put a cap on it by uh, thanking Geico for sponsoring that segment. Go to geico.com today. <laughs> that is geico.com. Yeah, it was uh, it was like. You know, it was kind of nice, like um, normally, and maybe you guys are this way, but when we go out, you know, we get one meal. The the meal is uh, lunch on Saturday because uh, Friday night's kind of shot Mm because there's two shows at the club and then Saturday night shot because there's two shows at the club and then it's up crack of dawn on uh, Thursday, uh, sorry, on Sunday and out, you know, so it's like I really look forward to those barbecue meals and that barbecue meal was dad, mom and five other guys at the barbecue place, which I always... It's kind of like, eh, it's not time to just eat and talk yeah. shit about people that these people don't know. <laughs> That's right. But uh, great group. And it kind of had that, like, eh, I was glad, glad I did. Glad was, time. Like, these guys were into other stuff, mm-hmm. and they talked about where they moved from mm-hmm. and the business they were in. And it was just like... Uh, Look at that. It was just like, it was just like a nice <laughs> nice group of dudes. and um, Look at Chris with the backwards cap. And... Uh, What's his name? Uh, I was sitting next to Augie, Mike's dad, and at some point, like some guy went, well, I made uh, ice cream that has it's 7% alcohol. And he's like, well, we've got to try it. You know? And I was like, we don't have to. He's That's like, great. oh, we're trying it. And he opened it, and he was passing it, and handing like a spoon to everybody. It is so hot and humid. That thing melted in a second. I, it looks like it could be glasses, but please tell me his dad's wearing a bolo tie. No, it's oh, glasses, okay. but, but he... He he looks every bit the part of uh, ex coach and uh, yes. Mike's dad. Yes, you talk X's and O's with them. Uh, they were talking. Um, Mike and him and mom, who may know more about college football than dad mm-hmm. at this point, had a long, deep dive into like the S. SEC, SEC, and yeah. stuff like that, and all these places. So, Augs's dad, we call him Augie. So that, that's Augie. And he, if you mention any city to him, he'll just be like coach there <laughs> like, I, know, I know the high schools out, out there and everything like he just whatever city you mentioned he, he's familiar with it and look at that head of hair yeah big head of hair wow. and uh yeah everyone had a good good time oh, so it's, it's good you know like i said it's good to get out and meet people and, yeah. and all that stuff uh let's see line Oop. one did line one fall off no. just, or is there, there something go. i'm missing no, uh, just... ben 33 north carolina hey guys hi guy Hi guy. Hi guy. Uh, I was at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Yeah, Ben. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, I just wanted to call. Say I was at the show on Saturday, first time uh, for a live pod, and it was uh, it was amazing. Oh, good. So you went to the early show. Went to the early show, and uh, I was uh, my wife had a good time too. 
Oh, good. Uh, yeah, because she's like, what do you, she said, it's not stand-up. I said, well, kind of. It's a live podcast. She said, okay. Was she familiar with the show, or is this someone that was like being brought in, like uh, you know, their first time? Uh, she passively listens when we go on car trips. Nice. Mm. Did you guys say hi after the show? Uh, we did not. Oh well, that was another person that dragged somebody else <laughs> <laughs> to the to the to the show. Well, thanks for coming out, uh, Ben. And uh, it's kind of nice because you do a live show podcast early show and then a stand-up show the second show but one of the things i never really anticipated which is nice little windfalls like a lot of people are like i'm going to the first show and then i'm going to come back and see the second show because it's a different different show yeah i know a lot of people who bought tickets to the first show loved it so much that went around to the box office a lot more (laughs) just to go that's awesome well thanks ben and and thanks your wife uh, to your wife for having an open mind uh i will i just hope that Someday that you fulfill your dream of getting a haircut at a black barbershop. Mm, yeah. yeah, I couldn't pull it off. Aim high. I tried. I tried to get a haircut at a black barbershop. They weren't having it? No. As a matter of fact, I... There's got to be one locking you. <laughs> Comical. I, uh... I don't know if you guys are like me. Uh, haircuts for me is like uh, pizza. When you think about pizza and you want pizza and then it just is. Now you need right. pizza. That's that's nothing else will do. I once I once I think I got to get my haircut. Mm-hmm. Then if I go wait at the black barbershop in North Carolina before the early <laughs> show and I can't get my haircut. When I got back, I was like, I got to get I get right. my haircut. Oh, I got my haircut at the whitest barbershop. At a uh, at a mall in Malibu. Oh God! Oh, wow. So I went. I tried. You went to the ends of the earth. Yeah. Did not, it did not work. I imagine the bedside manner was a little different. Conversations are a little different. I guess. Yeah. This was. Um, yeah, a lot of discussion on um, scissors versus clippers. Okay. Far apart spiritually, far apart geographically. Yeah. Huh? Uh, let's see. Let's talk to uh, Rich, fifty-seven from Memphis. Rich. Hey, Adam. Hey, crew. Hey, by the way, Adam, next time you're in Memphis, I'll take you to one of the best barbers in town, Antonio Jones. Antonio Jones. Malibu barber to the stars. (laughs) (laughs) You want a a good barbershop experience, you'll get one. Hey, listen, my question to you guys, and I'm curious about this, because, you know, given the NBA playoffs are in the tank right now, the ratings are in the tank, and, you know, you look at LeBron's new movie, Space Jam, in the tank, uh, some of the cable news and the, the award shows are kind of in the tank. Are ratings as important as they were five years ago or when I was coming up? Or are all of these, are all of these shows and these and the NBA, et cetera, are, are they all so subsidized by big business and other deep pockets that the ratings really don't matter anymore and they don't keep their eye on them like, they, like we once did? I, I can tell you that, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, Johnny Carson would do right. a 26 share right. every night. And it's it's not that anymore. They're Everything's been broken off and, yeah. and spread out. But it's kind of interesting in that if you know, if you're the NBA, and you're, you're talking about, you know, political stuff. Like, so if you're the NBA and you go, mm-hmm. we're going to be down with the cause – then you right. might know that might hurt ratings. Like it might, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there, there's there been more than one 
study where people are sort of tired of being preached at at sporting events, right. and I didn't want to see Black Lives Matter written mm-hmm. on the written on the hardwood or whatever it is. But right. there's also studies that say that the corporate world kind of loves it, and people do people gravitate toward corporations that have you know uh, they, they have skin in the game or whatever. Right. So so the viewership could be lower for the NBA because mm. they get a little preachy politically, but Nike is preachy politically and that mm. seems to help Nike right. and people are attracted to Nike. So maybe it is a little less, maybe a little less interest in the actual numbers of people watching and a little more corporate leaning. I don't know. Well, and wasn't that part of the NBA, like I, I think spearheaded by LeBron, but coming back during the pandemic and with the bubble, like wasn't it like they're part of their demands? Like you have to paint Black Lives Matter on the court. Mm. We can wear, you know, messages on mm. our jerseys like that was part of them even playing. Yeah, I just think I think in general, if you took your average sports fan and goes said, would you like mm-hmm. During the national anthem, would you prefer everyone stand for it or would you prefer some take a knee or some stay in the locker room? Then most sports fans go, ah, we like everyone standing for the anthem. So if you then are going to decide to take a knee during the national anthem, then you're going to offend or affect or turn off a certain populace that is watching. Mm -hmm. But if that's better for Nike, then I don't know. They go harder in the merch direction. I don't know. Does it feel a little knee-jerky, though, to assign politics as the reason for everything? Like, I, I imagine we're talking about TV ratings. How many people are watching on the NBA? NBA skews younger, obviously, than, let's say, golf or whatever. Like, a lot of people watching on the NBA app. Streaming. Who's watching on Hulu? Who's You know what I mean? Who's cut the cord? I imagine the NBA skews much younger than... Most others, certainly baseballs, you know, probably golf, yeah. but et cetera, et cetera. Sure. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Our ratings really down? Our TV ratings obviously are. Our, is viewership down? I don't know. I, I mean, that's also a couple of smaller market teams. That's, a, that's another, not yeah. the Lakers playing uh, the, the Nets or it's whatever. Sort of general interest. No one yeah. can name most of the play- I mean, it, player on uh, those Well, also, it can also just be everything. It can be partially right. being right. preached at. It can be... Cut, cable cutters could be, you know, who it, it's a conglomeration, as most things are. Most things are sort mm-hmm. of everything. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the way you would have to kind of do it, I mean, it, nothing's apples to apples, but you'd have to kind of go, what sports did they do the least of this in and what sports did they do the most of it mm-hmm. in and how did that affect oh, the ratings right. on those sports? No, that's, that's the closest you can get to a control group. Is like, right. are baseball ratings down? Because right. that skews a little bit older, probably a little more conservative. I don't know. There's been a lot of kneeling in baseball. I don't think there has been. You can't really do golf because that's an older viewership and they're going to watch on TV as opposed to an app. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't they? My uh, understanding is... My yeah. understanding is the NFL is going to go really hard into this um, in the fall, and we're going to see multiple national anthems and things like that. So uh, evidently, they're not too concerned about it. Well, they they seem concerned in another direction. It's all about the dollar. Well, speak, sorry, General, yeah. speaking of which, the ultimate measure would be, I, am, I think I'm, I read a story about this, is, the, is how much the NFL is charging for ads in the Super Bowl still going up. I imagine it is. And you could it, find that out. Yeah, and if they, and if it is, then that's that's the ultimate yeah. bottom line. They right. give a shit about the ratings. Right. Like they, they can still charge for the Super Bowl mm. ads. That's all they care about. 
Yeah, although the Super Bowl is the Super Bowl, I, I would also figure try to figure out what their ratings cost. You know, week twelve sure, or sure. nine or or whatever it is, because that'll also be an indicator. Uh, anyway, Rich, uh, good. I, I can't wait for football season to start. It's almost here. Hard either. Knocks is coming up. Yeah. Oh, when does Hard Knocks start? Because I feel like we got Who the shaft it? last Typically year. Typically August. So like who's, in a few weeks. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, interesting. Uh, Tara. Mm-hmm. Or Did Tara? you say that right? I, God I damn it. <laughs> the phonetical spelling is not helping. Not really. I'm tar. T-A-R. I would say that says Tara. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you want to call. Tara. Yes. You Hi. go. You go by Tara. It's whatever you want to call me. I know. Whatever. What are your friends? What call do you me? go by? Tara. All right. So Tara. Uh, yeah. I never. I would never like correct anyone. I, I like weird. that. All right. You want to pull some balls in Chicago? Yeah, I just bought two tickets as I was on hold. She's getting in early. Down. Thanks. And yeah. What's the What's the occasion? You're calling from Connecticut. And you're going to Chicago. So I, my friend and her boyfriend just moved to uh, Chicago about a year ago, and I've been trying to make plans to see them because I've never been bef- before. And so I saw that you guys are doing a show, That's and I said, great. perfect, I'm coming, and I'm making you come with me. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. And hopefully I'll get on stage. Um, all right, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll put you in as an early uh, entry, and since we're only doing the one show, I think, of doing a stand-up show there, uh, you're Tough in. Competition. You're locked off. <laughs> you did it. I'm locked in. You're locked right? in. Sorry. It? Yes. Yeah. Thanks, Star from uh, Connecticut. We'll, uh, Thank we'll say you. hi. Well, what do you do? You do something interesting. I'm an operating room registered nurse. Oh, you've seen some things. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of oh, interesting. Wow. The last guy we had was a radio, radio tech. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of interesting. Get a lot of professionals in that crowd thanks tara mm-hmm. stand okay, by thank you we'll do i see- stay on the phone yeah, yeah stand we'll by. put you on hold we'll see you in chicago all right brad thor new york times best-selling author and this guy's been on this show a few times sold over 15 million books he's got a new book coming out we'll talk to him about special ops and all that good stuff we'll do that right after this